재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back. It's time now for Theory of Korea, the segment in which we unpack various aspects of Korean culture. This week being the first week of the new year, the the year of the monkey, we've decided to focus our discussion on the Korean zodiac. We're looking at characteristics supposedly held to be common among those born under this zodiac sign, the monkey. And to help further our discussion, we've invited two individuals who were born in the year of the monkey, 1982, Uh, excuse me, 1980 and 1992, Douglas Che and Irene Xia. Welcome to both of you. Thank you. Good morning, Kurt. Uh, Before we get into the monkey stuff, just give us a quick little intro of uh, who you are. Douglas. Okay. I'm uh, Jamie Gopal from Houston, Texas. I've been in Korea for uh, two and a half years, and uh, I do a little teaching of that English. Cool. And Irene? Um, I'm from Singapore, and I came to Korea in 2011, then graduated in February this year, and I'm just currently working at the International Smart Tourism Team of Korea Tourism Organization. That sounds fun, Smart Tourism. Yeah, like Korea right. Tourism, what does it mean, Smart Tourism? Um, pretty much we um, deal with the Visit Korea website, the official website, I see. as well as all the social media. So you're sort of the digital... Uh, side of the Korea Tourism Organization, helping them outreach on social media and all that stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Very cool. All right, so I figured, you know, rather than uh, take this as a, a dry academic approach to what the year of the monkey is, we've assembled some research, and then we just want to have a conversation with you as, um, you know, see if, if, if any of this applies to you, if uh, the traditional wisdom of the year of the monkey fits you, just to see how relevant it remains. I'm going to read just uh, a little bit here. If you're not schooled in the ancient arts of fortune-telling, you would be surprised to know there's a bit of a science behind it. Fortunes are often given based on the secrets of Tojong or Tojong Pijar in Korean. It's a book written long ago by a famous fortune teller called Tojong. He breaks the art down into an equation based on the number associated with the current year, one's age, and one's birth date. So after you plug in the numbers of the, into that equation, you would get one of 144 unique fortunes. I'm surprised the number is that small. Mm. So, uh, Rather than um, do that in depth for everybody, let me give you some uh, general details of the Year of the Monkey. People born in the Year of the Monkey are known to be flexible, clever, talented. They are extraordinarily original, inventive, and can solve even the most difficult problems with ease. And they are also good at assessing risk and financial issues. Douglas and Irene, have I uh, nailed your personality with the, that description? Uh, yeah, Are I you think typical it's typical monkeys. I think so. Yeah, I like to think I'm clever and talented. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, Irene, are you flexible? Are you uh, are extraordinarily original and inventive? I would like to think that I am, since I'm dealing with like social media channels on the Visit Korea website as well. Sure. So, yeah, you're yeah. doing creative work in that yeah. sense. <laughs> and um, do you solve problems with ease, Douglas? Um. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you can't be completely uh, a monkey. Let's look at some other uh, characteristics. Although monkeys are creative and intellectual, they sometimes have trouble exhibiting these characteristics. So maybe both of you are just, you know, repressing your monkey nature. Uh, when that happens, they appear to be other, to others to be bewildered. Have you ever uh, experienced something where somebody thinks you're confused or bewildered about something? Um, I've had something like this happen when I was working in uh, New York where I would understand 
concepts that were difficult, I guess, uh-huh. to explain. And it made sense in my head, but I couldn't explain it in a way where it made sense to other people. Okay. And to give you that uh, weird look. Right. right. So, yeah, you couldn't articulate what you had already sorted out in your head. Right. And so people thought maybe you might be confused. Nothing could be further from the truth, though, I continue reading here, as monkeys thrive on challenge. Irene, do you thrive on challenge? Yes. I love challenges. So, yeah, I would think that this perfectly described me. Yeah. <laughs> I would think so. Coming all the way from Singapore, you graduated from, uh, where was it, Yonsei? Yonsei University. And uh, to be now representing the Korea Tourism Organization, I think, is a, a pretty decent challenge to have overcome. And uh, what, a, what a target market, Southeast Asia and Singapore, uh, and uh, the digital work that you do. Monkeys, I, I'll continue reading my little factoids here. Monkeys prefer urban life to rural and they count people watching amongst their favorite distractions are you urbanites rather than rural dwellers you live in seoul now so that kind of is a testimony to the fact that you like life in the city um coming from singapore definitely i'm like an urban girl but then currently i don't live in seoul because our company has moved out of seoul okay so the area that i'm living now is pretty much suburban and I don't really entirely dislike it, so don't really know if this point is right. Okay. I'm hitting the nail right, yeah. Yeah. Mm. But, and uh, Douglas, you're from, uh, I think it's Houston in the U.S.? Yeah, I grew up in Houston, but I lived in New York for a long time, so I'm definitely a That's boy. 100% urban Absolutely. right there. Okay. I love the convenience of it and the active lifestyle. Other common traits are said to include high social aptitude and an optimistic attitude. Does that fit you guys? Um, yeah. You know... Hope for the best, but expect the worst. <laughs> Irene, you seem to have a high social aptitude. Yeah, I like to think that I'm pretty sociable. I like to make new friends. Yeah. yeah. And of the two of you, let's see. Um, Douglas, I'm presuming you're uh, 1980 and uh, Irene, you're 1992? That's yeah. correct. Okay. Well, uh, monkeys, let's see, are most compatible with, in terms of years, uh, the mouse and the dragon. Do you, do you know anybody that you know uh, is a mouse or a dragon? Uh, we just my, had dragon a few years ago, didn't we? Yeah. My mom's a dragon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my yeah. sister's a dragon. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah. Good. So you'll get along with them. Yeah. And per- who knows, perhaps you'll meet uh, a life partner that's a mouse or a dragon. <laughs> You're supposed to be least compatible with tigers. Mm. I don't know what tigers, uh, in terms of their qualities, but uh, I can imagine a tiger and a monkey would be um, sort of at odds with each other, <laughs> just anecdotally. Yeah. Do you guys subscribe to this stuff, this um, Zodiac stuff and, and characteristics? Uh, I, it might be coincidence if something happens the way they predict it. Mm-hmm. I'm not a firm believer in this yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, does your family, is your family a little more superstitious about it? My mom's definitely more superstitious about it. She actually um, consults with a fortune teller when she makes a big business decision. A big decision? Yeah. 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 How about, Irene, have you consulted with any fortune tellers of late? Um, because coming from, um, I'm ethnically Chinese, so my right. family is like a big believer mm-hmm. of zodiacs and fortune telling. But I'm not too sure if I'm 100% um, a firm believer, but definitely there are certain parts I do believe. But we, with regards to what you just talked about, the compatibility, I 
don't know. But for me personally, my boyfriend's a tiger, so oh. I think. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> I think we're going on pretty well That's for the really? past few years. Okay, but yeah. it's uh, all right. Uh, well, then don't tell him that uh, you're actually <laughs> supposed to be incompatible. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you can change your your animal to uh, something more compatible, but uh, anyway, this is. A wisdom that starts uh, real young. Uh, there's even we've got a few sound elements to play. Um, this is there's a children's song in Korea. If we can just kind of cue that up. So that's a song that's been around for a long time. It's um, something uh, kids tend to sing. Uh, I've got an article here from the, the Jungong uh, that cites that song, and it says red means traditionally fighting off evil. And in Korea, people have associated monkeys with fighting demons and preventing disasters. So sometimes you'll see a monkey mask painted in red and monkey-shaped figurines placed on the roofs of traditional buildings. Uh, so they're there to fight off evil spirits. I, I didn't know that. And um, I did know that they had red butts, though. <laughs> so that was uh, uh, pretty much a given. Now, there are five elemental signs associated with this Asian zodiac. Water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. Each particular element is said to color the characteristics of each zodiac animal. So, Doug, you, Douglas, you were born first. Your particular element uh, is metal. You are a metal monkey. Metal monkey. Let's let's hear a clip explaining what a metal monkey is all about. Metal monkeys are twice as resolute once they have decided on something. Fiercely independent, ambitious, and adverse to risk, the intelligent metal monkey can make a very prosperous entrepreneur. As an employee, as long as they agree with the company's direction, he or she can be a great team player. The metal monkey is also constant and focused in their work and always keen to explore new and challenging pursuits. On a social level, the metal monkey is friendly and openly affectionate towards his loved ones. They also excel in the art of persuasion combined with a gift of the gab, which allows him to sell ice to Eskimos. Douglas, can you sell ice to Eskimos? I've... I would love to sell ice to Eskimos, but I think I'm a terrible salesperson. <laughs> That's, there's quite a lot in here. Uh, fiercely independent. What they say? Uh, you would be a great entrepreneur. Uh, you would be a great team player as long as you agree with the company direction. I feel like that's actually very accurate for me. Um, I love the camaraderie of a workplace environment. Uh, I like to make friends, like good friends with the people I work with. But I feel, I've noticed in my past, when I lose my confidence in my supervisor, I tend to uh, lose my motivation at work as well. Okay, all right. So that, that's, a, that's a metal monkey trait. Friendly and affectionate toward loved ones. Uh, does that describe you? I think so. Okay. All right. And focused in your work. I can be very focused in my work. Um, the problem is I also get distracted a lot. So is in your uh, workplace, would you describe yourself as a sort of a, a, a loner or a, you know, go your own way kind of guy? Or uh, do you work better together with people at work? 
I think I'm definitely a go-my-own-way kind of guy. I love to work by myself, uh, just be left alone so I can get things done and, uh, you know, produce what I can. I don't like to um, consult with other people too much. I feel like it can uh, lead to distractions or mistakes that you kind of have to be responsible for, for if you take other people's inputs. Yeah. One of the descriptions in this thing, it was fiercely independent, ambitious, and averse to risk. It's funny, those seem like a contradiction to me, mm-hmm. that uh, if you're fiercely ambitious and averse to, ri- you know, and averse to risk at the same time, they kind of clash. Which one describes you more, ambitious or averse to risk? I would say I'm more averse to risk, Yeah. Uh, but I need to be more ambitious uh, in this coming year. I got some big goals, so hopefully I can tap into that part of the metal monkey. Yeah. What, uh, care to share any of your uh, goals? Are they professional goals, just broadly? Um, one professional, one personal. Uh, personal goal is to um, go to Ukraine and visit uh, with my girlfriend and visit her or meet for the first time her family. Oh, wow. And then the, sec- the professional goal is to um, improve my Korean skills to uh, probably a more professional level. Okay. I need to uh, up my language skills level in order to uh, secure a job position. Okay. Uh, well, we've got a few suggestions for people who like Doug were born in 1980 and are metal monkeys let's uh, give uh, let's give a listen to those tips for the metal monkeys out there metal monkeys may be capable of looking after themselves but they should not decline all the assistance of others being open to help may aid them in completing work faster and more efficiently. The metal monkey's independence may also make him or her seem arrogant and unapproachable. So he or she would do well to be aware of that and tone it down. Yeah, tone it down, Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, be willing to uh, accept some help. Uh, your independence while inherently a good quality may make you seem arrogant and unapproachable, according to this, um, our virtual fortune teller that we've been queuing up here. Does that sound accurate? Yeah, that's something I've learned to my detriment. Uh, Back when I was working in New York, I um, was very, uh, I held a tight grip on my assigned work. I wouldn't really um, teach other people how to do it because I thought by uh, being the only person who knew how to do this, my job would be secure. Right. But the problem with that is because I was so busy doing this one task, I never had room to learn new things. And because of that, I could never grow in my position. I was, I trapped myself. Territorial. Your exactly. territoriality kept you trapped in, uh, in work until you were able to loosen up and delegate. And then you could free up some bandwidth to go. Do you have any idea what people's first impressions of you are? Uh, I want to say they think I'm humble and modest and uh, funny. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Irene, uh, don't think we're uh, leaving you out of this. You were born in 1992. Also, those of you who might have been born in 1932, uh, you (laughs) fall into the same category. You are water monkeys. You uh, are monkeys with the element of water. Let's give a listen to uh, this clip describing what a water monkey is all about. Water softens the monkey, and this element makes them more sensitive and he or she can react negatively to criticism. They also know what they want and will do what it takes to get it. On the other hand, the water element can make a monkey more fluid and versatile at adapting methods to achieve goals. Combined with their cleverness 
and natural likable demeanor. It'll also be easy for him or her to solicit support for their ideas, no matter how unusual they may seem. The water monkey is also charming and affable, but does not always reveal their innermost thoughts. They would go with the flow, but manipulate it to his or her ends without others even knowing it. I suppose it should bear mentioning here we're we're not engaging in an actual fortune telling session, but we're <laughs> just kind of exploring what um, some of the traditional beliefs are about metal monkeys and water monkeys, and just playing with it, see if it uh, if if it sticks to our guests. What did you think of that uh, description, Irene? Did you think uh, any of that was uh, accurate in terms of your personality? Yeah, I think the part on sensitivity. Like, I'm pretty much, I'm pretty sensitive, I would say. Like, when it comes to criticisms, I'm not entirely open because I kind of get teary easily and I'll kind of cry. Like, if people, they call me like a crybaby. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. You're softy. Yeah, so... Well, no, I, next time that happens, you can just say, listen, I'm a water monkey. <laughs> That's the, I had to. Yeah. So, yeah, more fluid and versatile, but um, so you, you, you pick up on what other people are saying about you and what they feel about you perhaps a little bit more easily than uh, a metal monkey might do. Mm, Okay. I think that would be correct, yeah. And even though charming and affable don't always reveal their innermost thoughts when the description, do you feel that way? Um, I think I'm one person who kind of reveal myself pretty easily, but only to my close friends, like Mm. people who are close to me. Not really a poker face person or Mm. so, yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Let's um, listen to a few life lessons for the water monkey. Water monkeys should learn to accept feedback and contemplate its validity. Lower your ego and consider whether the feedback is valid. And if it is, implement it. They should also be more open with his intentions so people can support him or her better. Lower your ego. I, I don't know, Irene. I, I, I don't, just at this first meeting, I don't necessarily perceive you as a person of uh, overwhelming ego, but uh, what would people who work with you every day say? Would they say, yeah, Irene needs to lower that ego? Mm, I'm not too entirely sure about what <laughs> they think, too. I'm putting you on the spot there. <laughs> but I think um, I definitely have to learn to accept feedback. Yeah. Um, more positively, like uh, be more open to constructive criticism, criticisms. I Without think. being a crybaby, like you said. <laughs> yes, that's something that I'm honestly still trying to work on. Like in this coming year as well, I want to be stronger. <laughs> want to be stronger yeah. and be a little bit less uh, vulnerable, I guess you would say. Yep. How about you? What are your New Year's resolutions uh, professionally mm. or personally? Like I said before, um, I would like to be more open to these um, constructive criticisms if there are any so that I could be stronger and also just to work towards what I am now in Korea since I'm a foreigner in Korea and I think um, there's a lot of things that I'm still learning every day so as much as I thought that I learned a lot but I think there's still a long way to go that's still to keep learning probably that would be my um, main goal so far Sure. Yeah. That's a great uh, way to go forward. Do you, either of you, you know, this is your year. You're both monkeys. Uh, do you feel that in any way 
advantaged or that uh, luck is in your favor because this is the year of the monkey or is it just another year for you? You know, I was actually uh, doing a little research because I thought it would be a very special year for me being uh-huh. a monkey and all. But some of the internet websites that I found said uh, when two monkeys cross paths, it tends to be bad luck. Oh, which so. we've arranged right here in the studio. So. Uh, oh, no. Sorry about that. I didn't mean to wreck your year. Um, but apart from that, yeah. um, you know, uh, how do you feel about it? Are you at all remotely superstitious about it? Or do you feel like this is going to be a different year than, than your average regular year? Well, when I think back to uh, the last time it was Year Monkey, I was... Um I had a great year, 2000, what, 2004, right? I guess so. Yeah, I had a great year. So hopefully it's a repeat of that pattern and I have another great year. I do have big goals and hopefully I get those accomplished. Good, good. And Irene, do you feel like uh, you are advantaged this year over the, the sheep and the dragons and the snakes <laughs> and the roosters? I think it's just another year for me. But um, typically Chinese in my family, my mom would think that for the people born in the year of the monkey, to be in the year of the monkey is not quite a good thing. Mm-hmm. There's some Chinese astrology terms to say that I'm conflicting with some, I don't know, the stars directly opposite to Jupiter or something. So, really? Yeah. So technically, it's not a good thing for me to be uh-huh. in the monkey. Yeah. Have, so. you, have you spoken to your mom at all about uh, the fact that it's the year of the monkey and that you're a monkey? and? Yeah, I think this Lunar New Year that mm. I'll be going home, she'll probably ask me to go to a temple or something. Oh, wow. oh really? <laughs> yeah, to cool. some pray for blessings. Yeah, pray that's for what blessings we usually do. As a way to uh, enhance the good luck that comes yeah, with this being right. the year of the monkey. For a smooth sailing year. Mm. <laughs> for a smooth sailing year yes. and uh, maybe get your fortune read as well. This would be a good time. I guess that's most likely what you would do. <laughs> so when's the next year of the monkey roll around? This is your last shot until... Yeah, 16 to 28. Until what? 2028? 2028. 12 years later. 12 years later. So it goes in cycles of 12 years. Wow. Uh, So uh, you better make it good this year. (laughs) Make it count. 2028 is a long way away. (laughs) Definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got two, metaphorically speaking, monkeys here in the studio. Douglas Che and Irene Xia from Singapore. Uh, One is a water monkey, one is a metal monkey. We've been looking into what that all means, and I wish the best of uh, this next coming year of the monkey to both of you. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, uh, now that our monkey chat is over, that will bring Theory of Korea as well as today's edition of Koreascape to a close. Our show is produced by Christina Saw, GP1, and Jamie Lee are our writers. I'm Kurt Asian. Remember to follow us on Facebook or Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. And make sure to tune in tomorrow at 9 a.m. We'll have Did You Know and Why Here as our daily segments. We'll see you then.